Today on the show, a deep dive on lessons in resilience from the minds of two software leaders who've successfully led their own way through darkness and downturn. All this and more today on Recur Now. From my remote setup, I'm Abby Sullivan. It is Wednesday, May 6th, a beautiful day to subscribe. Up first, a look at your B2B SaaS index. As it stands today, it looks like B2B SaaS revenue is steadily, although minimally, rising, with a plus 3.33% change over the last 90 days. We are seeing a change in MRR gain from yesterday at negative 1.79% and MRR loss at plus 1.61%. Remember to check your subscriber newsletter for daily updates to your B2B SaaS index to keep a close eye on what's going down or up in the market. Good luck out there. And now, your main news story. How many times have you heard the word unprecedented in the last eight weeks? I'd bet I've hit the triple digits, and I'm guilty of using the word myself. But it's kind of inevitable, right? The world as we know it is simply uncharted, so we may as well try to learn from it. Amy Connery says we can learn a lot from these truth-telling moments for businesses. Amidst all the chaos after the initial reaction, a crisis offers us opportunities to question and reimagine, she says. But if we back up a minute, you might be wondering, why should you listen to Amy's take? During the last two recessions, Amy worked as an analyst at IDC where she was responsible for data modeling and forecasting of software industry revenues. She's essentially synonymous with the subscription economy. At present, working with Zora, the SaaS gurus that offer order-to-revenue solutions for subscription businesses, as the chair of the Subscribed Institute, a think tank for subscription execs. And we can attest to being personal fans after she spoke at our conference Recur in 2018 on the new road to revenue. And here are her three lessons taken from the past as a major player in turmoil. Subscription business models are built to weather economic storms. It was during the dark days, namely the last two downturns, that we witnessed the SaaS business model emerge and ultimately dominate the software industry. But the financial model wasn't the only reason SaaS companies thrived, Amy claims, which brings me into her next point. Digital models provide advantages for customers and businesses. SaaS applications are delivered and constantly improved upon via the cloud, playing a crucial role in growth. Subscription customers want ongoing value, and SaaS companies deliver on-demand innovation via the cloud. This ensures that customers always have access to the most secure, up-to-date software available, relying on software rather than physical features and distribution channels to provide ongoing value and set themselves up for resilience amid global struggle. And finally, focus on innovation. The subscription model is fundamentally built upon ongoing innovation. During times of market turmoil, most companies make the fatal mistake of cutting back on innovation, says Amy. But it is relentless innovation that led to the birth of companies, even amid an economic recession, like Adobe, Zora, and Twilio, she points out. Now is the time to double down on your customer relationships and do everything you can to provide more value and meet their evolving needs. It all comes back to the relationship. If you're interested in digging deeper on Amy's point of view, I will link to the full blog post with her lessons in your subscriber newsletter. And now I interrupt this lesson plan with a quick webinar reminder. This one's called Reduce Product Cancellations in a SaaS Recession. It's hosted by the crew at Chameleon User Onboarding Pros, plus our ProfitWell team, who knows a good deal about cancellations and delinquent churn. Why we care? There is, frankly, not enough conversation around the not-so-fun parts of subscription, like cancellation experiences. A customer canceling your product is a big deal and a great opportunity to learn more about the user experience. A canceled experience is an opportunity for your organization 
organization to adjust and grow. So what's on tap? For the first 100 signups, a look at product strategies and tactics to reduce and deflect cancellations, with concrete examples of what others in the space are doing to win back at-risk customers and stay afloat. As I mentioned, signup is limited and it's all going down tomorrow. So if you're interested, check out the Zoom link in your subscriber newsletter to get on the list. And now, another bout of takeaways from a differing point of view this time. That of David Cancel, or DC, CEO and founder over at Drift, Masters in Conversational Marketing. He wrote a blog post highlighting the lessons he's extracted from leading and founding ventures amid multiple downturns. And I find it interesting to weigh the parallels of his extractions with Amy's. DC, too, has led companies in now three economic emergencies. And he says his best advice is to change your mindset from peacetime professionalism to wartime grit. Here are his three takeaways. Ignore distractions. It's easy and understandable to keep your eye on the stock ticker, Twitter, the news. But right now, David writes, we need to hyper-focus on the customer and what they need, following them where they need you to go, and identifying new areas of business based on those needs. Secondly, focus on your people. We've heard this one before and we will preach it as the day is long. David says, as of late, he's concluded that 99% of what makes businesses successful comes down to people. You need to take care of your people, both employees and customers, with outward transparency. And in another shout out to innovation, David says to forget the master plan. It's time to adapt and shift. Digital customer experiences will be the sole option in some sectors for an indefinite period, writes David. Wartime CEOs therefore need to do more than ruthlessly stick with a master plan. They will need to be constantly monitoring their team members and evolving their processes. So what did we learn from all this? It sounds like a huge part of forging through this storm lies in prioritizing your people and iterating on your offering. But I'm keen to hear your take. Do you agree with DC? Are you on board with Amy? We're in it together and we want to continue learning, so please do share. You can always reach me at abby at recurnow.com to discuss. I promise your replies won't end up in a marketing black hole somewhere. All responses go to me, and I'm sincerely interested in your take, whether you've learned something the hard way or you're new to navigating this whole thing. And today's featured user is Wealth Factory, a company with a respectable and straightforward mission to manufacture economic independence for 1 million entrepreneurs, healthcare professionals, and small business owners. The Wealth Factory team is essentially reimagining personal finance for entrepreneurs without sacrificing through insane budgeting standards. Wealth Factory provides an integrated team approach that brings together a network of asset protection attorneys, accountants, cash flow specialists, investment advisors, insurance experts, and estate planning attorneys. The bottom line, dialing in your finances so you can focus on quality of life. Here's a bit more from Garrett Gunderson, Chief Wealth Architect at Wealth Factory. At the core of what we do is help people create economic independence, a place where they have enough recurring revenue, aka passive income, that comes from their assets and cash flow, or their entrepreneurial income, which is that income that shows up even if you're not at the office. And when that can cover your basic expenses, you can swing for the fences in everything you're doing and have more peace of mind. This is through a team approach to finance, giving people resources, second opinions on everything they're doing in their finances, and bringing those experts in for results and implementation where some things broken or missing. Our programs give you clarity about all your finances so you have a clear path of where you want to go. Essentially, we bring the personal back to personal finance. As always, I will link to more information on Wealth Factory in your subscriber newsletter. And there you have it, your May 6th news, and tomorrow we do it all again. Remember, this show is for you. If you have news to spread or helpful resources for our listeners, please do not hesitate to reach out to me at abby at recurnow.com and we'll connect on ways to get it out there.
This has been a Recur Studios production, the fastest growing subscription network out there. If you find use for this show, subscribe for more like it at profitwell.com slash recur. <laughs>